Business networking is establishing and maintaining professional relationships for the purpose of exchanging information, resources, and opportunities. This episode addresses guidance and insights to build a strong network of business contacts. Our favorite tools for entrepreneurs podcast addresses tools and concepts that are useful for the launch and growth of entrepreneurial ventures. Your two hosts will be Professor Gary Palin and serial entrepreneur Ryan Budden. How are you doing today, Ryan? Brilliantly. What about you? Oh, doing well. I understand you had a slight accident with your hand. I did. First night cooking dinner in the new house. Uh, knife sharpener broke and diced my hand instead of some food that night. Oh my goodness. Everything okay? Yeah, no, great. Just takes a week or so to heal. Well, be careful. Today, I wanted to talk about business networking. You and I have had many discussions about business networking and how that is important, not just for startup entrepreneurs, but for anyone in the entrepreneurial game and in actually any form of business. Networking is basically establishing and maintaining a professional relationship. And typically the purpose is to exchange information, resources, and opportunities. Yeah, I think that's a technical way of putting it, but meeting other people and expanding your network. How important is networking? Oh, I think it's pivotal. You often hear it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I think in business, that's absolutely rings true. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And very often you've seen me do this. If I'm delving into an area that I have no idea, the first thing I look at is who do I know that has an idea and has some expertise in this area and contact that person. And quite often in my experience with you doing that, because of your years of networking, you do know someone and you can get fairly close to solving the solution on the first call. Yes. And there are times the phone call has been to you. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that network of contact can save you an awful lot of time, allows for more accuracies, you avoid pitfalls. And then just from the contacts of things like raising funds, developing strategies, pivoting, there's all types of areas you can utilize networking to your advantage. And just getting sound advice a lot of the time, knowing an expert in the field, instead of going to someone that knows a little bit about something that can get you kind of close is a huge difference. I see this two basic ways that I've done networking. One is just through typical business activities. I meet people in the business community, but then there's the second where there are specific networking events that you would go to where you might have a hundred, 200, 300 people in a room. Yeah. And they're entirely different styles of networking. I really like the adage, you never know who you're sitting next to. In my experience, it's so true. The number of people I've met sitting on a plane, randomly at a bar, waiting in line is unbelievable if you take the opportunity to get to know somebody a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You never know who you're sitting next to. What are some of the specific rules, techniques that you use when you're thinking of networking? How do you go about it? I constantly think about the, you never know who you're sitting next to. So I am mm -hmm. constantly trying to get to know the person sitting next to me. And I think that goes a long way just for fun. Oftentimes, I would say most often, it doesn't actually end up in a conversation that I'm going to continue on. But during it, it's quite enjoyable. So if you get into the routine and the habit of trying to get to know who's sitting next to you, I think not only can you benefit the business or the startup or the network that you're going to bring forwards, but it's just kind of an enjoyable way of living life as well. Yeah, I would agree. And the focus that I use, I will ask someone to talk about themselves. And many people like to talk about themselves. Right. And then I'll start probing versus 
you meet some people and they immediately start talking about themselves. Well, if right. I'm networking, I already know me, so that's not helping me at all. I want to see what is this person doing, what type of business activities, and then I'll see if there's a commonality of the type of work I'm doing, the type of work they're doing. Then I might introduce some of the work that I'm doing to share that commonality where they start asking probing questions in addition to me asking probing questions. I will say, listening to you say that, I have one caveat actually be interested how many times have you had this happen to you and you can very easily tell the person is just sort of screening you to see if you're gonna have something valuable for them and how off-putting is that yeah so be a good listener is what you're saying yeah active listening if it's not something business related still have the interest that's the core of it yes and if you're on a plane if you're not interested then put in your earbuds yeah <laughs> Armrest down, earbuds in. <laughs> I must admit, I've been guilty of that a few times. So what are some other techniques that you look at when you're actively networking? Which is, when I say actively, that means all the time. All the time. For me, because I'm extroverted and I really enjoy that initial engagement, the big part of networking is actually the maintaining of the relationship. A lot of people struggle with that initial interaction, and there's lots of techniques just challenging yourself to meet one stranger a day type thing could help a lot. Mine is how do I then organize those connections and maintain those connections over the long term? I have lots of strategies for that. But the big one, and this may sound callous, is I use a CRM system. So I use HubSpot. It's free. I organize all the contacts on there. And I set tasks for myself to reach out to these people. So I can have notes, our previous conversations, important things that I want to remember about them, how previous relationships have been with them, whether it's at an event that I've seen them at, so I can follow up appropriately. And although that may seem callous, it genuinely does help with the connection with that person. Yeah, I agree 100%. A lot of people think networking is meeting people. And that's not what networking is. Networking is meeting someone, then developing a relationship with them. It takes work to do that. As you know, I get too many emails every day. But part of that reason is I do the same thing. I will ping people on a periodic basis. I have a network relationship with people that I probably haven't physically been with in 10 years. Right. But I will occasionally just send them a quick little message. Like I might see if I'm following them on social media, they might have run a 10K. And I will just ping them and say, hey, how'd you do the 10K? Just to keep that relationship developing. Might ask them about their child graduating. And that active listening when you first met them or during the subsequent mm -hmm. conversations is how you remember the fact that they have a kid and they're graduating from high school. Yes. And plus your CRM will have that. Yes. And that's where it comes into place for me. There's lots of systems. People use notes on their phones or notes in their contact card on their phone. For me, the, hey, you haven't reached out to this person in three months, ping that a CRM system can help with goes a long way. I agree. Otherwise, life goes by too fast and you realize I haven't contacted this person in five years. Right. And then you actually need something or you would like to have another conversation with them. And it's a little bit awkward to then say, hey, we haven't spoken in a while. Can you answer these 10 questions for me? Realizing, though, that it goes two ways. They can reach out to you and you have to be available for them also. Yeah, absolutely. Providing value to anyone in your network is the best thing you can do. One of the things before I even start speaking with someone is I look to develop a strong elevator pitch. 
because I want to be able to describe an activity business I'm involved with in 25 words or less. Because if it takes me too long, they get confused, bored, disengaged. I want to get right to the point. So in preparation, I'd advise anyone to develop an elevator pitch for themselves. And that can be for you yourself. It doesn't have to be for a business. You can quickly surmise what you're passionate about, the industry you want to be involved in, and what you're looking for in the world if you're not already tied to a specific business. Yes, and I also want to have pre-established goals and objectives in developing this network. I don't want to do it totally random. Right, because there is an upper limit. There is a maximum number of people that you can possibly keep in touch with in a serious way and not just spam people with the monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly email. Hey, here's the update on my life, which is a personal pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I agree 100%. But that is also why I'm not sure what that number would be. But that's why I do have to keep notes on that. Because I think there's a chip in my brain that has just people's name, and I'm well of a capacity, and I don't know how to purge that chip. So yeah. I need some help with their names and specific information about that person. The RAM needs to be updated. <laughs> oh, Lord. The more I've been in business, the more that thing fills up, and I, I just can't put anything else in there. That's exactly right. So you need to offload it somewhere. Now, another thing when I first meet someone that I think is very important is to follow up promptly with that contact. I'd say you have three days after meeting somebody to make an initial outreach, whether that's you got their phone number and it's a quick text, nice to meet you, a follow-up email, thanking them for the conversation. Three days is the sweet spot. I feel if you do it 10 seconds afterwards, it's a little grabby. I try and aim for like 24 hours later. As we're speaking, it strikes me, someone might interpret this to, I want to meet as many people as I can and develop a contact with as many people I can. And that, in my opinion, would be the wrong perspective. You want to look at quality over quantity. Absolutely. And how can you provide value to them as well? Even without a strong skill set, if you're just getting into business, is there just some work? Your effort is your biggest resource to be able to give people. So what can you do to help anything they're involved in as well? I found that in my networking activities, I'm probably assisting other individuals more than I'm reaching out to people for them to assist me. Right. I'm a consultant. I get paid hourly to help people. And I can't tell you how many hours I've given away for free because it ultimately will benefit me in the long run. I know that. And I have a skill set that I can help people with. So it's an easy medium of exchange for me. Yeah, and I find those interactions, even when I'm assisting someone, there's an intellectual curiosity into what they're doing. And then I learn and I build my knowledge set while helping someone else. So I just find it interesting, which I guess call me a geek pursuing knowledge, but that's how I look at it. No, I think you have to be that way. You have to forever be curious if you're trying to get ahead. The world is changing so quickly. And if you're insular about what you're doing or the skill set that you have developed, you'll quickly find that it's out of date. I can appreciate that very well, as I'm very fortunate to be interacting with young people coming into the business community. And that's one of the ways I stay up with the latest and greatest, just from listening to my students. Yeah. And I think because of that, you're ahead of a lot of the students. There are times that would be true. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's being modest. <laughs> What other final thoughts would you have on networking before we wrap up, Brian? 
A lot of times I get business cards, I feel are the way of the past. It's mobile contact cards now. So just make sure you're staying ahead of the trend and making it as easy as possible for people to connect with you later. Yeah. And if you are going to an event that's a networking event, whatever you do, don't walk up to someone and hand them your business card. That's an immediate turnoff. I think you taught me this, but at networking events, my left pocket is the trash cards. I'll take a networking card and put it in my left pocket if I'm never going to look at it again. And my right pocket is the keep. So I can organize as I'm going through. And when I'll leave the event, I'll just reach in my left pocket and it all goes in the trash before I've left. That was one of my strategies. I'm sure I've mentioned that to you as I have many other people, but it's when you're meeting 50 people and you have business cards at the end of the night, you can't remember who was who. So I use the left pocket, right pocket theory. I'm never shy to in front of the person, take their business card and write on it because I think it helps me. And it also shows them that I'm serious about reaching back out. Yeah, I do that also with the exception in some countries writing on a person's business card is an insult and you're defacing their personal property. Very astute observation. <laughs> I have not thought about it in that way. Well, I learned that the hard way. Oh, is that right? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I could show poorly. Yeah, ouch is right. <laughs> Well, anyways, those are my final thoughts on networking, and I appreciate speaking with you about this, and I hope everyone pursues this and develops that skills because it is definitely an important asset of a venture creation. Absolutely. You never know who you're sitting next to. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Favorite Tools for Entrepreneurs podcast. As always, you can head over to profspirit.com to check out more resources and courses designed for you, the entrepreneur. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and others to get the most up-to-date information as it is released.